everyone. Welcome to the Innovative Teaching Podcast. We are bringing you another episode this week. We know you're not all back in school quite yet or back on campus, but we are getting information out to you. So I am your host, Jeanette Schaefer, and we have our other co-host with us today. Patricia Herrera. And like I said, it's the Innovative Teaching Podcast, where we try to bring you ideas to get you thinking outside of the box. So I'm wondering after last week's episode, how many of you went on to the website and released your scream out into the wild of Iceland? Uh, Why I was doing that broadcast and I showed it to my sons at home. We enjoyed it almost the rest of the day, just letting the website stay live and listening to people release their scream. So it gave us a lot of little laughs and giggles throughout the day. So if you haven't released your screen yet, make sure you go and visit that. Iceland needs you. They, they need you to scream. So hop on there and release some of that tension. During the summer, it's been busy and we have a lot to be happy about. Patricia, what are you happy about? Well, I'm just happy now that um, the district rolled out the help disc ticketing system and departments have piloted now for at least a year and now the facilities department has also jumped on board and been using it. So now the district has implemented it for the entire district for the CTLs. So now uh, we're going to be able to track our ticketing system um, with Canvas tickets. So our workflow is going to change. Um, it's going to be a learning transition. Um, it's not going to be immediately. Um, the form is available, Jeanette. So if you need assistance with Canvas, um, yes, initially we're going to send out the information and then you're going to get it, but sometimes you're not going to remember. So you're going to be sending an email to the CTL or send an email to me about asking questions about Canvas or how do I cross list or can you cross list my class? And I'm going to say thank you for filling out the form, I mean the email, but I'm going to redirect you to spill out a help this ticket. So then we have the service level agreement. We have a customer service to be able to look at a ticketing system much faster and be able to give you that support quicker in Canvas. So what do you think about that? I think it's excellent. Uh, I know it's, it's really going to help keep track of stuff. And so stuff don't fall through the cracks because things do get lost with so much email coming in. And Patricia, I think, uh, aren't we going to start this week sending out a daily newsletter to try to get our faculty up to speed and keep them Keep them updated on everything? Yes. So that's what we're going to do different with our work- workflow. This whole month of August, we're going to be sending daily updates. So then you guys are going to know what's going on, what changes are happening. So you guys could keep up with the new information from CTL. Um, and then you guys could tell us at the same time what other information you would like to know. So then we could put that on there as well. So it's going to be we're building that online community as well with you guys. Um, so make sure you're always connecting with us. Listen to our podcast. Listen, um, read our CTL newsletters. Submit your Canvas tickets to us. So then we're always communicating with you and helping you at a fast pace with on a timely manner. And start hanging on to the edge of your seats because we have so much information coming at you. Um, we knew we could not put it all into one newsletter because that would be way, way too overwhelming. So that's why we decided for probably the first two, three, maybe three or four weeks, we're going to give you some daily updates. So we're just giving you a little bit at a time, (laughs) but make sure you keep all those newsletters because you're going to want to refer back to them. 
Yeah. So Patricia, I heard too. Okay, you mentioned Canvas. Isn't there a lot going on with Canvas right now too? Yes, there's a lot of updates coming into Canvas. So remember from the beginning, this is a learning management system that updates every three weeks. Well, yes, yes. Be updating not necessarily every three weeks, but there's new things coming. So my goal this semester is to train you guys and to create more videos about Canvas. And, and little chunks and bits so you guys can start getting familiarized and just save the date because the new rich text editor um, in canvas is coming coming soon Jan january 2021 so i'm going to use this semester to start training you on that also new quizzes are coming as well for next summer 2021 so we're going to be preparing for that so there is a roadmap um, with a lot of changes so save the date for october 15th because we have CanvasCon 2020 online for free. Can you believe that, Jeanette? That Canvas was so generous to be able to host their yearly can Canvas conference um, that they do in Utah, and now they're doing it for free. So we don't have to pay um, a registration. And that's an amazing conference where you get to learn about the new features, what's coming, what has changed, and get up to date with Canvas. So save the date for October 15th. Yes, I was so excited to hear that, that I already registered. Like, as soon as they put it out there that they were doing it, I went and registered myself because I've always wanted to go to CanvasCon, and it falls at a weird time in the middle of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard for me to get there because my kids are out of school, but my husband's still working. And, yeah, so when I saw that, I was like, yay. And I was even one of those uh, nerdy people that replied to their survey about, uh, ideas and suggestions of things they could do for a virtual conference. So I even threw out some ideas. For, that was way back in May, though. I don't even remember what I told them. <laughs> yeah. So they have posted their agenda now. So you could go on there on the link and be able to see what items they're going to be posting. So there's a, there's going to be like 50 different sessions you could go to. And believe me, we're not going to have a chance to go to all of them. But they're, they're going to record them and they're going to be available um, through a link that you can actually reference. And there's also the archives for past years as well. So there's a lot of awesome, awesome. Yes. Well, and CanvasCon's known for doing some pretty cool stuff. So I guess they kind of know the bar set high for them for this year for yes. doing it virtual. <laughs> yeah. So to be kind of cool, I guess we're looking for them to be a role model and give us ideas of what we could be doing with our students in live online classes. <laughs> yes. Also with... Um, the help disk ticketing system, it, the reason why it's important to start using it now, now with online learning, live online, hybrid, all this virtual learning, it's brought our teachers to explore various technologies, different applications, different learning tools, the LTI um, acronyms that you listen a lot. And it's like you go to Canvas and then you want to go into the settings and you see all these applications that are available and you want to turn them on and you get excited because you could use them in Canvas. But then you're like, oh, my God, it needs a consumer key and secret. And they're like, who do I get that from? And it's like, yeah, can it is available. There's a lot of things. Some of them are free. But keep in mind, Jeanette, when it means free, it's not really free. They're still gathering some type of data. They're using something that you're going to connect your class to. So we have to read the privacy and security terms that they have. Um, and the district wants us to follow this new LTI process um, that we have had in place since 2016. Um, but it hasn't been an interest a lot until this past year. Um, and now with the pandemic, 
it's in- doubled up even more. So this summer we worked on a process to be able to um, streamline it and be able to su- um, submit a form with all the information so district can approve for us to add it into Canvas. So I know you may be exploring maybe Nearpod, Kahoot, um, or other types of applications and you want to add it. Yes, you want to add it real quick, but it has to go through a process. So the first step, make sure you reach out to the CTL. And then we have the form. We'll be able to help you fill it out, get all the resources we need, submit it to the district. And once we have an approval, then we could put it into Canvas. So it's not just easy to actually upload it because I don't want you to be vulnerable or responsible if the system that you're updating gets hacked, that all the date student data gets um, released to the public or anything like that. We just never know. Um, so we want to be protective. Yeah, and, and we're going to be rolling information about that in one of our newsletters this week, right? Yep, we're going to be doing that. Awesome. So, yeah, and there's also going to be a video attached to that. So then it's just explaining more about it. So don't hesitate to ask. So any type of technology you want to use in the classroom, any type of technology you want to add into Canvas, first step, contact CTL. We're here to help you. We're here to guide you. So then you're protected and our students' data is protected. Okay? Yeah. And speaking of LTIs, I am really excited about Packback. Uh, Packback is one of those things that we've implemented district-wide. We're one of the pilots, I think, for the next three years. I don't know how we got so lucky. But um, I've started implementing it into my course already, getting it set up. And do you know anything about Packback, Patricia? Have you heard about it or played with it yet? Yes, PackPack is an LTI, so it's a learning tool. It went through privacy and security, and it passed. Um, So we were able to load it into Canvas. So if you pay attention into your navigation bar, you're going to notice you could enable it, um, and you could start using it. Um, But we also have um, our representative from PackPack that we're going to be releasing into our newsletter this week. Um, who you could contact if you're interested in using Packback. Because once you're interested, our representative is going to create you a course that you could enable into Canvas. So basically what Packback is, is a a discussion board. But it's not a regular discussion board like it happens in Canvas. It's more a, a discussion board where you're building that online community with your students. So instead of just posting a question in the discussion board, please review this article and tell me what you think. You build that online community with your students. They're the ones that ask the questions. So you're teaching them what it means to be a good um, community builder, like be able to establish that online community inside of your course, that engagement, student-to-student activities. Um, so you could have a topic, like for instance, in my CIS 105 class this summer, um, we talk about different topics in technology, and we talk about ethics, uh, we talk about privacy and security and things like that. So some of the questions that they were asking about the COVID pandemic, if it was okay to be tracking um, people through cell phones if they had gotten the co- um, coronavirus, things like that. So it's like, is that ethical? Is not ethical? That's something new. So they were posing those questions and they were asking each other. So Packback, it's a great opportunity for them to ask questions and build that community in the classroom according to the topic in the class. Um, Yeah, yeah, and I have two favorite pieces that I like about the Packback already. mm -hmm. The, The one is one of the main strong features of it is it uses artificial intelligence 
to help students ask better questions. Correct. So it's actually a teaching tool and it's almost like you have a teaching assistant, you know, to help out with the whole discussion and guide students. And then the other piece that I like is that Packback has features that help you pull out some of the discussions to showcase with all the other students. So it kind of gives you a summary or a highlight and then you can, um, it just helps you out as a teacher. Like I said, it's almost like having a teaching assistant to help with those discussions. Yeah, and it also keeps like a score. So when you are typing your questions or when you are typing your feedback, Mm -hmm. it keeps a tally of a score. And if the closer you get to 100, that means you're getting better on commenting in discussion boards or asking questions in discussion boards. So that becomes more, um, you become more proficient. So as you go in your career and you go into your bachelor's and master's degree, you know how much discussion boards we use. You're going to be more efficient to be able to do that. So it's a great opportunity for our students to dive into that, especially in our English classes too. So, Yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait to, to get it going. So then I hear, too, that on our campus, we got very, very lucky. Our vice president office of learning decided to purchase a soft chalk license for our faculty. Can you you've been working on that one all summer. So I'm I'll let I'll turn that over to you. You're the expert right now. (laughs) Yes, we're so fortunate. I was so excited when um, I found the great news that we Dr. Namua had purchased our soft chalk site license. So everybody on campus at South Mountain has the opportunity to create an account. Um, so we have all the information on the employee site, Inside South, and on our newsletter, I have provided all the links for everything to the point that we have tutorial videos, we have short courses, we have live guides. So it's gonna connect all your d- different learning styles. So if you're just wanna watch a video and be able to do it on your own, you're more than welcome to. If you just want to watch a tutorial, you could do that. But if you're like the need the web webinars or the class, we're going to be having two sessions for our purchase. So on August 14th at 11 to 12, we're going to have a soft chalk overview. So that's going to talk about how to create an account with um, soft chalk, how to install the app on your device. Um, how to manage folders, how to create the information. It makes really nice um, content so you could put it into Canvas. You could put it in Canvas or you could have it as a web base. I already added the LTI. It went through privacy and security a couple of years ago from a sister college, Glendale Community College. So that's another point to think about. If you're going to be using a technology that's already been approved from our sister colleges, If we have that, then we could enable it immediately, okay? We don't have to go through privacy and security. So So why why would faculty want to use SoftChalk? What's the benefit to faculty or students? So SoftChalk makes the lessons prettier, um, more more engaging. You're able to also create quizzes within SoftChalk. The navigation is also nice that they could also go through the module, the curriculum, um, and be able to engage with the content is not just reading words and words and words. So it's okay. It's, so it's, it's more interactive. It's more interactive, more engaging. You could add different things into nice. the Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a really cool tool. We have it for a full year. Um, so I encourage you guys to try it, use it um, because the more we use it, then we could showcase that we, there is a need and then we could get it renewed for the next year. Okay. 
Then we are also going to have a soft chalk hands-on. So this one's more in-depth, more in detail. And that's going to be on Friday, August 21st from 10 to 12. That's going to be two hours. That's more in detail on how to create a lesson, how to add files, um, how to put a theme into your soft chalk, um, things like that. So hyperlinks, everything, the whole thing more in detail. So the first one, it's an overview. See if you're interested. And if, and if you want to continue even further, then on Friday, you can learn how to do that further on. Okay, so as a CTL, I'm going to continue supporting that for the next year. And I'm going to be releasing little videos here and there and see how you're doing with Soft Chalk, okay? Excellent. Sounds awesome. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's a really cool tool. Um, our biology department has been using it for five years now. Um, so if you want to reach out to them as well, just to see how they're using it or see some examples, I encourage you to build that community among our faculty. Also on our website that we have for Soft Chalk, there's a lot of samples of different types of lessons and th things like that. So if you need an example, just to get your mind going and how you can implement it for your class. Cool. I'm excited. It'll yeah. be interesting to see uh, what faculty do with that and how students uh, respond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the rest of the week, we will also have information coming out for you based on live online instruction. We know that's a huge uh, focus for our campus this semester. We've got that course coming out. So some of the information coming out in newsletters will in, um, point you back to the course, but it'll also highlight some quick things that you can do without having to do the whole course. So look for those. We also have WebEx. There is a ton of information on WebEx. And the cool thing the CTL is doing right now, we if you go into the CTL Hub Canvas course, I have posted in appointments and you can make an appointment with Patricia or I and practice your WebEx skills. So you don't have to do a live class the first time with 24 students watching you to see if you're going to do it correctly or not. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get in with us one-on-one or if three or four of you want to get together, we will sit with you in one of those live sessions and let you practice. I know, I don't know about you, Patricia, I'm still learning with WebEx too. I know we have WebEx meeting, we have WebEx teams, we WebEx, have WebEx, trainings. <laughs> WebEx trainings and WebEx is doing updates and I'm already confused on which tool do you use when, which one's better. I know breakout rooms are only in WebEx training and WebEx teams, I think is the way it goes. It's not in WebEx meetings yet, but it's coming. Yeah. And there's new features coming up for WebEx as well. So those are going to be coming shortly. So. Yeah, so keep your eyes open in the newsletter. We'll try to give you tips and tricks. Uh, as we learn stuff, we'll let you know. The district does have a little WebEx Wizards group. We call, our, call ourselves the WebEx Wizards. I was pretty active before summer break, but I've kind of fell out of the loop, and I'm trying to get back into the loop, get caught up with everything they've learned over the summer. But we'll keep, we'll keep information rolling out to you. Okay, with that, we're going to wrap up, but I also want to let our faculty know we will start the wine hours up again next Monday, August 17th. Well, not next Monday. It'll be um, August 17th, that Monday after faculty get back full time. We'll start our wine hours back up, and we can use that as an opportunity, too, for people to try out some icebreakers because as I'm planning my 
live online instructional class. I'm already trying to think of what can I do for icebreakers each week with my students in that live online environment. Have you thought of any good ideas yet, Patricia? Have you played around with that yet? Nope, not yet, but I need to because class is going to be starting soon. I know. Have you published your Canvas course yet? No, I'm still getting it all set up. (laughs) Okay, so make sure you look at my Canvas checklist and look at the essential things that you need to have to make sure you start on the right foot with um, your class in Canvas. Make sure you have your course syllabus, um, that you have your assignments published, your modules published, and that you have your course on the homepage. And did you know that now we have notifications set up for individual oh, yeah. courses. <laughs> when you were talking about Canvas, I was going to ask you, what's the what's the top thing faculty need to know right now that's new in Canvas? That's it. So tell us about it, please. Yes. So it's the notifications for individual courses. So when we rolled out Canvas in 2012, if a student or a faculty member has five or six Canvas courses and you get notifications via email, via your text message, you enable it for all five classes and you're like, oh my God, I only want to receive it from my- Yes, from like one. (laughs) Yes, you only want to receive it, my students will say, from my favorite teacher, Patricia, from my CS105 class. Yes, that's (laughs) what I tell them too. Just just turn them on for me. (laughs) So now you're able to go into that individual course and it's on the right side, the last button, it says course notifications. And now you can set it up for individual courses. So it's not- it, they're all or nothing. Now you can set it up for one class, turn it off for the rest. Or Yes, I be, love it. Be specific what one class, text messaging for one, email from another one, etc. So that's really awesome. That's really good for our students. So Yes, I'm excited. That made me happy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the simple things in life, you know? <laughs> yes. So those are the little updates that I'm going to be bringing out this semester for little things that are going to be changing in Canvas. So stay, cool. stay, stay tuned. Yes. So we will bring it, be bringing you another podcast next Sunday. And for those of you not in Maricopa or South Mountain Community College, if we touched on anything that you're interested in hearing more about, please just uh, leave comments and let us know. We may set up a flip grid, too, where you can come in and verbally just respond and leave us a little message that way. So we'll get that put into the show notes. Until then, don't forget, looks like you need Iceland.com and you can release your scream into the wild of Iceland. By the way, I know we're playing and having fun with it, right? But I think it's something you might want to share with your students because I think sometime during the semester, what do you think, Patricia? You think students going to need that? (laughs) Yeah, I think we're all going to need our time to scream. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. And you know what? I may even... um, I might even open that. That might be my first icebreaker, actually. I can open that up, have the website open, and they can hear people screaming as they come into the course. (laughs) You'll make Uh, it interesting. You're going to be like, what? Am I in the right course? (laughs) I know. What did I sign up for? (laughs) It'll get their attention, at least. Yes. It's going to be an attention getter, for sure. I think that that would actually be a good challenge for your students. Challenge everybody to go in, let their scream out, and then... uh, (laughs) Everybody can listen to them. We can share them (laughs) for those that want to share. (laughs) Okay, folks, that's it. Thank you for joining us for the Innovative Teaching Podcast, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Take care.